Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the seventh episode of your pod guy. I'm Scott Curtis, your pod guy. Today, we're going to talk about a big strategic mistake I made when I started behind the bits. I want to talk about this early so you understand that even with all your planning, you may make some errors that are detrimental for you finding and keeping your audience. Don't worry, though, in podcasting, as in everything else, you can adjust and recover from just about any errors you make in your planning. The great thing is, is your audience doesn't usually know if you've made a tactical error, and if you take measures to fix it, they'll think you're a genius for coming up with a new idea for the show. I want to touch on two things that are important when planning your podcast that I'll come back to in greater detail in future episodes. The first is making your show appeal to a narrow audience. In recent years, podcast experts have determined that podcast hosts with the narrowest demographic and listeners have better engagement in them. That means they interact with your social media posts, they send you emails saying great episode, and most importantly, they share your podcast with their tribe, which makes your show grow. The second is that in order for this narrow audience to want to engage with you, they need to be invested in you, not just your podcast, but you. If they like your podcast, they'll subscribe and listen to it. If they like you, they will be emotionally invested in giving you feedback and helping you grow and succeed. Like I said, I'll devote future episodes to these notions as they are critically important, but take a little bit of time. Today, though, I want to illustrate my error and how I'm correcting it. In episode six, I discussed my podcast why and what I did and didn't want my podcast to be. One of my didn't wants was for me to be the center of attention. I was using Terry Gross from the PBS show Fresh Air as an example of how I wanted to structure my show. If you listen to Fresh Air, you'll notice that Terry does her research better than just about any interviewer out there. Terry also practices active listening. You can tell that she has a few subjects she wants to cover, but she listens for those things that her guests are passionate about and then dives deeper into those things. And that makes for an extremely engaging conversation. What Terry doesn't do is insert any of her personal anecdotes, biases, or opinions into the interview. She may ask why a guest feels the way they do on a particular subject, but she doesn't make it about her. With Fresh Air as my example, I strive to make myself as invisible as possible in every aspect of Behind the Bits. My picture was not on any of the podcast graphics. I didn't put my name on the podcast. Most importantly, I consciously kept from inserting anything about my own stand-up comedy experience from the show. That was my mistake because I didn't let any of myself be part of the show. I got some listeners, but very little feedback. I asked for feedback by giving my email and my social media info, but aside from friends, nobody really interacted with me. This affected listener retention. I'd have big spikes in listeners for a particular interview, but they didn't come back for the next one. As a podcast host, you want your subject matter to be compelling enough for your listeners to subscribe and listen to every episode, even if your guest or subject matter isn't on their radar. They trust that you'll be giving something compelling in every episode. I was frustrated. Behind the Bits was doing pretty good as far as subscribers and listeners, but I didn't have the engagement that would give me real growth. To make matters worse, I was so cemented in my notion that the show could not be about me at all that I didn't even see the signs that I could make it better. I got a suggestion from one of my guests to run through a mini joke writing session with my guests. Many successful comedians belong to writing groups. A writing group is a sounding board for your jokes. You go through a premise or an 80% finished joke and the group gives feedback to make it funnier. 
Pretty cool, huh? It's a great way to get another set of ears in your material before you say it out loud on the stage. With that, Is This Anything became my first static segment on Behind the Bits. It was a huge hit. I got more feedback in a month from that segment than I had in the previous two and a half years. I had listeners emailing me tags for my jokes and telling me that listening to the process of joke writing was very helpful to them. Since I started Is This Anything, I've gained new listeners, but most importantly, I've gained engaged listeners. People don't pick and choose which episodes they listen to as much. They all want to hear Is This Anything, which is strategically placed near the end of the episode, and they love it. It's such an easy concept that I should have thought of sooner, but it illustrates that you can make a strategic shift in your podcast, even if it's been running for quite a while. And that strategic shift could make a huge difference. It also shows that you can be too close to your content and need an unbiased third party to tell you what you're doing right and what you could do to make your show better. With that in mind, I'd love to give your podcast a free evaluation. Just send me a link to scott at yourpodguy.com and I'll give you a no cost and no obligation evaluation. I'd love to hear your show. I expect you'll have questions and I'm here to answer them. You can shoot me an email to scott at yourpodguy.com and I'll answer them right here on the podcast. You can also use a cool tool I'm beta testing called Ask Answer. You just grab your phone and record a video asking me a question and I'll answer it. Pretty cool, huh? Just click the link in the show notes to ask me anything about podcasting. I'd also love some feedback. Is the information I'm presenting helpful to you? What topics would you like to hear about? I'm not new to podcasting, but this is my first podcast about podcasting. I want to make sure I'm putting out what you want to hear. In producing four podcasts, I've become obsessed with great podcasts and want to help make yours great too. That's what your pod guy is all about. Make sure to follow your pod guy on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and LinkedIn by clicking the links in the show notes or searching your pod guy in each platform. If you like what you hear, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave a review to help me reach more podcasters and aspiring podcasters like you. Head over to yourpodguide.com if you'd like to book a free consultation. And while you're there, join the mailing list for more great podcast info delivered right to your email. In the next episode, I'll talk about some reasons you don't want to start a podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great pod day.